there were strippers that were on the pill and strippers that were like ovulating. strippers, like on the pole like, strippers, yeah, like yeah, strippers like, that you find at eleven in Miami. Yeah. 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 Oh, fantastic. okay. Yeah, and <laughs> some of them were ovulating and some of them uh, were on the pill. And the ones that were ovulating got twice as many tips. Stop. Oh, what? Stop. Because it's the pheromones that you're blocking with the pill, but. Wait, I, I feel talk like a lot about he'll stress. stress with being a bitch. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> I literally, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Coming to you from Spring Place in Beverly Hills, welcome to 8020. My name's Georgia Sinclair, and this is. Oh, me? Yep. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hi. I was like, just so excited already. <laughs> Shanina Shai. <laughs> and today we have biohacker Aggie Lal, who I'm a big personal fan of yours, by the way. No, really, like this is a very exciting interview for me mm-hmm. um, because I am, in fact, a biohacker. I'm labeling myself that officially. And this here is bio slacker. I'm a bio slacker. <laughs> Two different terms That's of the That's why you work so well together. Yeah. Yes. I think it honestly is. We do have the yin and yang, the 80, the 20. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. And this is the most annoying thing about bio slackers. They always look so good. You're I like, know. What the fuck? I Thank know. you. Like, literally well. supermodel, bio slacker. I'm yeah. Shania Shaik and I'm a bio slacker. <laughs> No, but I'm interested in being a biohacker. There's a difference. I'm reading your book slowly. I'm, I was saying this before. I haven't been so well. My like my eyes hurt. I have a migraine. But I'm <laughs> invested in about learning about being a biohacker and what is a biohacker for all the bio slackers out there or don't know about <laughs> being a biohacker. Um, it's such a tough question because it technically means hacking your biology. But I think biohackers are just a group of people that hate feeling shit and love feeling amazing. And it's like, there's no upper limit to feel amazing or feeling amazing. It's like no upper limit to health. I can continuously improve and continuously feel better in my own body, reverse my biological age. So, you know, yes, you have your chronological age, which could be 35 or 45 if you're listening to this, but you can reverse your biological age and really just Benjamin Button yourself, really. Wait, so that's a real thing? You can actually... Dial back the clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How okay. do I do that? <laughs> we all want to know. I, I, she's written the book, so she yeah. probably <laughs> knows what's going on. But how how do I do that? Basically, everything in biohacking is, is how to reduce inflammation and re- reduce your body. So basically, aging is a disease. It's yeah. like it's a sickness. So if you can be in really great health, you will reduce your biological age, whether you're trying or not. Mm-hmm. And so... There's so many things you can do. You can change your diet. You can learn how to fast according to your cycle. You can detoxify your body. So you're, um, I don't want to use fancy words like mitochondria so early in our relationship. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) Spell it for me. (laughs) But there's so many, oh God, you can do so many things that you really just, you literally Benjamin button your face, your body, your sex gets better, Whoa. your life gets better, you're more charismatic because you just have more energy. It's just like, I think money was the currency of, you know, the previous century and 21st century currency is energy. It mm. really is. I wow. agree. And I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Look at you. You look Hello. amazing. Your skin is glowing. You're fit. You're healthy. You're well rested. And... I'm just going to be honest. I'm a biohacker, but I'm a biohacker in development. (laughs) It's like, I'm definitely not where you're at. I still sleep like crap most nights. Um, You know. She's got a lot going on with her sleep too to help her. Right now, yeah, because I'm staying. I live in New York, so I'm staying with Shanina. (laughs) We're currently sharing a bed. The baby's in the room next door. She's a sexy lady, I'll tell you, when she's asleep. (laughs) Okay, so I sleep like a biohacker and Shanina dies laughing every night. So this is like, just for all the guys out there, I'm single who you know are interested in dating me. I, I wear um, a night guard. I wear uh, an Invisalign. <laughs> then I mouth tape. So, wow. So yeah. he basically looks like a boxer. It's that, like, like, it's like a mouth hair. guard with tape across my mouth. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm sitting there reading in my blue light glasses and then I put the sleep mask on and it's all very And nice. then the dog and the dog comes in. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> I just had a couple of French bulldogs and one of them likes to make out with you. So I'm like trying to tell the dog off while I've got the mouth tape on. It's very sexy. So tell everyone why you use a mouth tape because that's actually... So I use mouth tape. Not because you're weird. Do you mouth tape? I do. Oh, 
long, so I need to mouth tape. Because she was giving me shit about it. And I'm like, no, trust me, this is a biohack you want to get on. I love it. It's so funny. Did you read the book, Breath? I didn't. Yeah, but that's like... I'm going to be honest, I copied my friend Jason Strauss. Do you know Jason Strauss? No. Okay, so he's one of the owners of Tao Group, big into mouth taping. And uh, I noticed like he was always like posting about mouth taping and... I think we should do like a mouth taping party. Like we all show up and (laughs) it's just body language. Wow. It's a great idea. It's very niche. Make out with mouth tape on. I think you can connect more with body language and energy and eyes. Right? Sometimes we... I think we like, especially him as a head of the towel group, I think we can like... That could be next restaurant concept. Wow. The, The mouth tape restaurant. What do you do? Like, like you, you can inhale through or? the straw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You, you can have that one for free, Jason, as a winner. Yeah, so you're, you're you ma- welcome. So yeah. you mouth tape yes. when you sleep too. So I think my goal with the book is like, sure, like biohacking can get really expensive, and I say it's it's a little bit like really really expensive. It's 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 like a golf, right? Mm. It's full of um, white, rich, fantastic men, and I love them, and they're super supportive, but. I am scared that people are going to think like yourself, oh, you're mouth taping, you're doing this. Oh, it just sounds so overwhelming. So even you said words like I'm in development, like there's no such thing. It's like even if you're doing one hack, you're already a biohacker. There is no like you're either doing everything or you're not one at all. It's we women are the OG biohackers. We biohack because we have to. We have menstrual cycle. We give birth like fuck. You just gave birth to a baby like Mm -hmm. that is how much did you have to like watch what's going on with your body a lot yeah yeah it was it's it's trauma to your body but it's beautiful at the same time but even the pregnancy is like how does this feel how is this like Mm. it's literally what biohacking is is just like learning to listen to your body your body speaking with another language it's called science so you basically need a little dictionary be like oh this means this it's kind of Mm. what you do the same thing with pregnancy right Mm -hmm. you learn how to understand what your body is trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we think, oh, my body's not listening to me and I wanted to do this, but I can't. I'm like, no, you're not listening to your body. Like, that's the thing, right? It's it's just a very simple principle. And so uh, the whole point about the book, I started writing and putting all these fancy... Here is the book, by the uh, way. Hacks. Yeah. When is it out? Uh, on Sunday, so... Woo! It'll be out by the time this podcast out. Yeah. So it's very exciting. It's called Biohack Like a Woman. Yes. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, I feel like there's so many amazing books by Dave Asprey and other biohackers that talk about all the fancy tricks. And I want to just go back to the basics and find, like, marry the holistic wellness and biohacking and figure out what hacks can you do for free. Mm. And I have a lot of, like, preferences in the book. So none of these are rules for biohacking because I think rules are rigid and if we don't follow them we feel like we're failing or whatever yeah. these are preferences sure you could prefer mineral water over tap water but like if you have a glass of tap water you're not gonna die like mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing it's just like let's debunk the whole black and white the, the orthorexia because we women like once we have a rule like we follow all of them we want to be really good at it mm. and let's just feel like you know what fuck it i can be a bias liker i don't have to get everything right my body can detoxify, sure, or we're here to support it, but at the same time, like, we're going to be okay. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I want to talk, I want to, first of all, I don't think we answered the mouth tape question. So oh. let's let's answer why we mouth tape. Oh, yeah. So what mouth taping is, it's a, it's a piece of tape that, it's it's pretty cheap. You can buy it on Amazon, whatever. You put it over your mouth at night and then you go to sleep, which I know sounds a bit terrifying, right? Like, I, I my biggest fear and yeah. I actually worked through this in ayahuasca, which is something else we'll talk about, um, is suffocation. So for me, oh, wow. I had this fear before I started mouth taping that I was going to um, put it on my mouth and then die in my sleep. Did and you it, do like a past life regression? With? In, with like an expert oh, who can take probably. you back to your past life? I, I had a past life at like yeah. drowned mm-hmm. or something like I, that. I, I haven't done that, or at least that hasn't come up for me, but I did work through it with the ayah. And so now it's what not came like up? her. Well, it just killed me via, via suffocation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she actually just I, I had a death via suffocation and it was very oh. peaceful. And wow. um, we'll get into the Changa wow. ayahuasca thing in a little bit and explain how it works. But uh, basically it's a... It's another biohack, now. just a little bit less mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's a plant medicine that um, you drink or smoke. I usually do it in the smokable form called Changa. And um, so this... this 
time that I did it, I set the intention of healing this fear and that fear very much came up and it, I went through um, a death in it, which is, I guess, like an ego death mm -hmm. um, yeah. where I actually experienced the air leaving my body and then nothing came into my body and then wow. I died, but it was very peaceful. So that was how I worked through that fear. Wow. Anyway, so after that, I started the mouth taping. And, um, and what I discovered was because I didn't really know what to expect from it, to be honest. I was just copying a friend. And then because your mouth is closed, you you're forced to breathe through your nose mm -hmm. all night. And then I woke up in the morning. I was like, holy shit, that sleep was good. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. All these years I've been, you know, looking like a goldfish going to sleep, sucking air in through my mouth and... Is it true? Because it's true time. we have to breathe through our nose more and we forget to. Yeah, that's to. why I'm like, I feel like if you guys watching this, I know it's I'm supposed to promote my book, but I can't. It's like the, the book Breath has changed my life. I heard people raving about it. I'm like, who would write 200 pages about how to breathe? Like, <laughs> it should be one sentence. Breathe more. That's yeah. it. And the whole book is about breathing less. And I was like, what? So we over breathe all the time. Yeah. And we usually don't close our mouths properly. Mm. And then it goes down to um, you know, our palate not being properly developed. And this is the kicker. I kind of mentioned in a book a little bit, but uh, there was this guy, and this is going to be a little regression, but uh, he was a dentist in 1920s, and people would commit suicide out of toothache back in 1920s. And his name was Weston Price. So he decided to travel around the world and figure out, like, why are people, is this normal? Like, is this yeah. normal that kids that are five, six years old have tooth decay? And he went to these super indigenous tribes that had no access to the outside world in Switzerland and in the Amazon jungle and Eskimos and like Gaelic people. And they had perfect teeth, super wide, uh, like high cheekbones, super wide, like teeth. Um, the women gave birth at night next to their husbands while they were asleep and no pain. That. And no kids were crying. And he was like, what is going on? It's the exact opposite of what's going on. So wow. he started to dive deeper of like, it's just like, how is that possible? Yeah. And so he realized that the second generation of the same people that had access to white flour and sugar had crooked teeth and underdeveloped palate. And that meant that women underdeveloped their hips. So they couldn't, you know, that caused an extreme pain when giving birth and all the complications. So for him, that was all connected. Now, Fast forward to now, if we breathe through our mouth, we actually underdevelop our palate even more. And so we create uh, not so nice cheekbones, you know, so you're like a perfect example of what we want to have, like really high, beautiful cheekbones, super even. And that's happening when you breathe through your mouth. Uh, oh. Sorry, through your nose. Oh, so I must be breathing through my nose. Yeah, <laughs> you must be. Yeah, you must be. So it's I like naturally, know, right? So. Uh, that's what we want to do because it's mm. a not only healthier for us. You know, we get better sleep. Uh, our bones can change. The shape of our head can change just by breathing through our mouth. No way. Yeah. I used to have a deviated septum for years until I got like more than a decade because I had brain surgery through my nose to remove a tumor. That's another story. Um, oh, but yeah, I love how he just dropped it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've talked about it a lot on the pod before. Yeah. But, but yes, I yeah. had a brain tumor and they removed it through my nose because it was a pituitary tumor. So I'm, wow. I'm very familiar with all the hormone stuff that you talk about because oh, I've lived my life with unbalanced hormones. Wow. And I probably will always live in my life with unbalanced hormones because there's still a little piece of the tumor in my head that they couldn't get out. Um, but it, they did take the most of it out and the mm -hmm. surgery was about as successful as it could have been. Well, anyway, they took it out through my nose and because there's no feeling in that part of your face, they broke my nose during the surgery and I didn't know about it. I wasn't told about it. And over the years, I had a very like a 70 percent deviation in my nostrils and my nose started to separate. So I got it fixed when I noticed my nose was weirdly getting wider. A couple of years ago, I went to see um, Dr. Raj Kanodia. Dr. Raj Kanodia, he's amazing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. It's like on an angle. Up there. <laughs> like, this isn't good. And then when he went in and did the surgery, he pulled this like huge chunk of bone out that had just no. been floating in my nose. No. Yep, got this on video. Um, so he what? fixed my nose. And then afterwards, I remember when he took the packing out, he's like, take a breath in. And I went, oh my God. Yeah. Well, like what? And I honestly feel like I hadn't breathed through my mouth for more than a decade. Yeah, I, I can only imagine what that does to and health. And it's like all the health problems that you thought are 
because you are broken or lifestyle or whatever the story we add, you know, like we women are so fucking good at creating the story about um, why something that is just very easily fixable, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like mm. proper breathing. And we think, yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm broken. I'm not as hot. Like, you know, I'm never going to be all of the things instead of just like, actually, just maybe don't breathe through your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and so crazy. Co- That's yeah. amazing. I'm curious. How, why did you... How did you start biohacking? Why did you want to decide like to biohack? Yes, what was your story? I didn't. Obviously, I was like a very typical 20-something-year-old of like, oh, I'm healthy. I'll worry about health when I'm 60, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really like I wasn't smoking. I wasn't really getting uh, super drunk. But it was just like I thought I was eating somewhat healthy, mm. but I was vegan, right? So that was back in my travel blogging days. I'm traveling 300 days a year. And like slowly but surely, I had less and less le- energy, which I'm sure you can relate when you're touring and you're just like, you feel like it's oh, yeah. normal because you're jet lag, lack of sleep, radiation, da da da. And the vegan diet, of course. But hey, I was skinny. So I'm like, if I'm skinny, I'm healthy, right? Yeah, that's, mm, that's the know. idea that we have. Yeah, in our that's head. like, yeah. And so I uh, went to Bora Bora, cut myself on my foot, and I couldn't heal. I kept bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. Go to a doctor, and he's like, I'm just going to run your test. And he's like, oh, you have like, you're pre-diabetic i'm like i'm like no i don't eat sugar Wait, I don't eat skinny cakes. hot aggie is pre-diabetic yeah yes. that's how yeah yeah and it was a i was 100 pounds heavy so uh 49 kilo 45 kilos whatever it is so, so like a feather yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like it doesn't get any smaller and petite, yeah. by the way and so he's like oh you know it's the cortisol and i'm like okay whatever so i'm not gonna ignore you because i have another trip but thank you very much for this advice I'll just eat even less or whatever I thought I would be doing I just didn't have enough awareness of what the food was mm. and I wasn't eating enough protein not enough fat da, da, da. fast forward later uh, a year later started putting on weight and getting bloated and that's when I had attention because obviously now it was getting serious then my skin was on fire I had like just like inflammation terrible skin so many pimples Mm. um that led to me losing my hair in patches i had like bald patches all around my hair oh wow and then i was like oh fuck and then i got depressed and really just overwhelmed as you do when you look at the mirror and Mm -hmm. you don't recognize that person that you used to be yeah Yeah. i was so swollen you've seen my before and after it was just like i went declined i think i followed you actually before you became a biohacker or at least before you Came out as a yeah, biohacker. Yeah, mm. yeah. I met your your lovely fiance, yeah. soon to be husband. Yes. Years and years and years ago at a dinner. We exchanged Instagrams. And then I noticed all of a sudden he was posting this really hot chick. And oh, she yeah. seemed so cool. So I was like, oh, wow, she makes great content. So I followed you as a travel Aww. blogger. And then I just like kind of liked your reels. I thought, oh, yeah, this is cool. She's in all these cool locations posting these cool videos. And then you started posting biohacking stuff. And that's when it really piqued my interest because I was like, what is this biohacking? I'd heard of it before, but I'd only really heard like men talk about it, to be honest. Yes. I'd never mm. really seen a female role model in the space. Because there, there are more and more and like I would want to celebrate Dr. Mildy, Mindy Peltz and, and Molly Maloof and so, so glad that they're now today. Mm. But three or four years ago, it was just very manly, male-dominated space. Mm. And so... A lot of things I was trying, and yes, they were working, but it was the same pr- principle, like fast harder and like cold plunge and do this. And, you know, you would go to these events and they're mostly like male. And I was like, I want women to feel good. I've, yeah, I yeah. don't want women to be on a diet. We don't need to be. It is Dieting is keeping women small. It makes us self-absorbed and self, self-obsessed about food, where in fact we should really just be focusing on how to like, take care of ourselves yeah Yeah. becoming a better human and like follow your purpose and have an amazing family and whatever it is that is your talent like just focus on that instead of like which foundation covers like my face the best so Mm. you know we can cover up the exhaustion and the pimples and whatnot yeah you know yeah self-absorbed with our image yeah yeah which we are because we we deep down feel like not that we could have been looking better because there's something, you know, I used to put fillers and buttocks and whatnot, and mm. now I don't because I feel like I now know that this is what I, the, this is the best version of me, mm. you know, at almost 37. Like, I know that I, I look like myself, but I also 
feel healthy and good versus back in the day I was like trying to cover up because I I could tell that this is not really my fullest expression my fullest potential I came uh, to the yeah. same conclusion I used to do fillers and Botox as well yeah. and I haven't touched fillers in six or seven years not quite there on the Botox yet, guys. I still do that. <laughs> oh, I put fillers on my lips because they're like, I love my lips. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, but it was just like, it, fuck, do it. If you're yeah. doing fillers or Botox, it doesn't really matter, but it's the place you do it from. Right? Yeah. If you yeah. like do it from a, the energy behind it is very different. You can be doing mm. like, okay, cool. Like this is like my self-care. It makes me feel good. Whatever, good. But if you go, like I did, I was like, please do something about my face. I hate it. Mm. I yeah. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I think women also feel like we go to great lengths because we're self-absorbed with our image and society puts us in place with that, like with aging and yeah. changing. Like we're so self-absorbed with how we look that mm. we'll go to great lengths, even putting damage to ourselves yes. yeah. to look a, a certain way and with age and doing the Botox and the fillers and making sure we look skinny yeah. when it's yeah. like we have to really focus yep. on taking care of ourselves and you believe like that's what like – I just have a different attitude. I am still all about being youthful. I just mm. believe that there is the, the life force, the chi. It's what makes you youthful. It's yeah. not exactly the, you know how like you meet like a 40 year old woman and you're like, wow, she's so charismatic. She has so much just like, like youthfulness around yes. her. And that's what we really want. And we see someone who's really done up and it's also 40, but it's just like, you, it's I'm like, you can tell. Like, she owns yeah. it. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's like the two things I'm like, if you okay biohacking is not a quick fix to get you to reverse your biological age but if you spend a little bit of time of understanding what you can do to reverse your biological age you can really it's like a long-term game it's mm. like a long-term investment an investment in yourself and you will see a massive result in five or ten or years so i've been biohacking for only four can you imagine how good i'm gonna look in ten wait you've only been biohacking for four years yeah Wow, I mean, uh, even though four years is a long time, are, yeah, I feel quick. like that's quite quick, you know? Yeah, super yeah. quick. And so, so you... Sorry, wait, go, go. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> wait, we both had so I'm many questions. Many questions. <laughs> um, so you said before that you got into biohacking because you got sick. Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest, I was in the same boat. Obviously, I went through that health challenge with the brain tumour. Another thing I've really been battling is I think I might have breast implant illness. Which, oh, interesting. Yeah, which I know you've spoken about. You, you've had the surgery as well and... You know, how do you feel about that? I I monitor myself, right? So like mm. I have my I had my boobs done way before I was biohacking and Me too. Like eighteen yeah. year old decision. Yeah. Yeah. And would I do it right now? No. Mm. Do I really want to go through surgery and take them out? Not yet. And I actually mentioned that in a book that there's a lot of things that I'm not ready to give up yet. Yep. You know, and people are like, Oh, but you're like the boy cooking experts. What about your boobs? And I'm like they're great. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> They're doing fabulous. great. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not ready to give them up. I don't want to yeah. go through the surgery. I don't want to go through antibiotics. Like, I monitor myself. I don't have any of the symptoms. Mm. Is it, I also believe there is like a mind over matter. Like, if I start to believe that they're making me sick, they probably will. Mm. It's a, so, the bodies are absolutely incredible. Like, there's so many things that have to be taken into consideration. If people have symptoms, like 100% take them out. If I start having symptoms, I probably would take them out, you know. And in five or ten years, there might be another technology out there that mm. is, you know, that will help women maybe just prevent that or have a healthier alternative to implants. I think it's really good that we are being educated about this mm. because I don't know about you, but I, I my decision was informed about boobs. It was presented as if, like, well, pop them in. They look great. Don't worry. Unless they yep. burst, but it happens like mm. never. Don't worry. Same about the pill. Yep. Like my doctor never said like, hey, you might kill yourself, be depressed, or actually you'll never ovulate until you stop taking the pill. That means that you'll be less attractive, less likely to get a raise, um, uh, <laughs> yes. struggle with metabolism. What? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. So less when you're likely on the to get pill, a raise? What? Yeah. So when you ovulate, like, so when you're on a pill, you're not ovulating, yes. right? That's the whole idea. Yeah. But ovulation is your superpower. It's like, oh, mm. it's like your secret weapon that no one ever like set us down and say like, hey, ovulation is the shit. Yeah. So, why? Yeah, why is ovulation the shit? Because we, because 
biology wants us to procreate. Yeah. So all our hormones surge around ovulation and they did studies, I mentioned it in a book, where they took the strippers and there were strippers that were on the pill and strippers that were like ovulating. Like strippers, like on the pole like, strippers? Yeah, like yeah, strippers like, that you find at 11 in Miami? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah, and <laughs> some of them were ovulating and some of them uh, were on the pill. And the ones that were ovulating got twice as many tips. Stop. Oh. Stop. Because it's the pheromones that you're blocking with the pill. God, and I so wish I'd known this a long time ago. I was on birth control for 20 years. Yeah, and I, I got goosebumps, but it's yeah. <laughs> I didn't get all the tips. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get all the so you're saying if I'm ovulating, I should walk into a conference room and I know I'm getting that. Yeah, your hair will <laughs> or fall better. in Miami if that's your flavor, you know? You know. Yeah, you have a better glow like on your skin. Uh, you're only like your metabolism boost around this time. You'll be oh, supporting wow. your glucose like metabolism. Like there's so many benefits of ovulation, but even the basic one of just like, you will be considered more attractive. So this is the time for you to like, go and be like, hey, um, this is exactly what I want in my life and ask for it. I Honestly, feel like males smell the pheromones as well. Yeah. The ovulation. Yeah. They're like, there's I, something in the air, you notice? I and like, you're I was something. <laughs> like from when I went, cause I had an IUD that I had taken out like six months ago and I did yeah. notice that like more guys were around after that. I'm like, oh. See? Yeah, yes. she was, she's been ready. I mean, well, like, I oh, on, a, on the tan. <laughs> no, no. no. Gee, that's that's bad. Bad. <laughs> like, the knife. Christ. Okay. No, but like, no. <laughs> Conversations going to an interesting place. But no. these are the things that we can only pick up, up when we're in person. You don't see it on social media, right? Like, mm. it's really hard to tell through a face chicken filter whether someone's ovulating or not. But, like, I wish the doctors would tell you the truth. Yep. And then, you, like, am I against the pill? No, no, like if this yeah. is the best thing you can do, do it. Am I against the boobs? No, just like the decisions we're making as women are not informed because we, who did your boobs? A guy or a girl? A guy. Exactly. And I think he was looking in the other direction when he did it too, because he cut a major oh, nerve no. and sliced right up one of my boobs and I've got this like jagged scar. It's it's a no. mess. Well, but that's the thing. Yeah. I got my pill from a guy. I got my um, boobs done by a guy as well. And mm. it's like, here we are doing all these things that, and all of these options are presented to very young women mm. in early twenties as like, you'll be fine. Everyone does it. I mean, yeah. everyone does it. That should be normal. Like let's norm not normalize shit that is not normal just because everyone does it. Mm. Like we should be ovulating and we should really be celebrating our cycle and live according to our cycle and then you can make an informed decision. If you want to get it, get it, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I haven't been a big fan of being on the pill a lot. I kind of, I'm one of these people who are like, I want my body to do what it naturally does. So you're a biohacker. Yeah, you're a slacker, you're Yay. a hacker. I'm a biohacker. <laughs> just such a change. In, in 15 minutes, I went from you're, slacker to hacker. Not, yeah. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's good. And also just like, even medication, and Georgia knows this, I was like, barely take medication. I oh, eat, amazing. Like, yeah, I'm very holistic, naturopathic woman, I guess. I don't, you know, it works for me. Yeah. Actually, I yeah, wanted yeah. to ask you this on her behalf. Shanina's just been very, very sick. Mm -hmm. um, she's had a terrible and stomach. I am. Oh, it still is. <laughs> yeah. She, don't she's worry, I'm not contagious. No, no, she's just come out of like the tail end of her. Trust me, she could not have been here yesterday. She was really not well. Mm -mm. But she's just come out of the tail end of a stomach bug. So I would imagine that her gut health right now probably isn't so great. It sucks. Yeah. Mm. What tips would you have for fixing that? Because you talk about the importance Honestly, of gut though, health. I would get a, a rectal ozone administration. What, what? in the what? No. <laughs> okay, this is some biohacking that's even a little advanced for me. Um, I mean, I did it that? after my stomach bug. Really? Yeah. So I would, they put ozone up your butt. But. So that's air, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's an extra molecule and essentially, it creates where do a bit you of go a to do that. <laughs> um, I don't know where you do it. I Just do the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you put it reverse at home. <laughs> I'm staying with you right now, babe. I've got you. No worries. Yeah, so if like, you where walk does into someone go? <laughs> I'm googling today. Yeah, get your Dyson a out. <laughs> oh, just be five minutes, babe. Yeah. <laughs> ben Maybe six. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Sorry. No. Okay. Back on track. Yes. Sorry. Um, I'll where, pay attention. How do you do this? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm trying to think. I'm like, okay, where do I go? Um, I don't know where you do it exactly in LA. I can find out for you, but <laughs> yeah, you do the like holistic. 
places oh yeah would do it like it's very popular in bali because bali is like way where i live yeah half of the I time i love bali because they're like just so way ahead of these holistic they do ozone therapy for, for your private Pussy. parts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey guys. I, put, <laughs> I was looking at yeah, it's the same. <laughs> you already know what this is. No, when she said it, I was like, yeah. wait a second. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I went to do, um, what's the thing? <laughs> the ozone therapy for your blood. Like you. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I, on the menu, they had ozone therapy for your, your pum pum. For your pum pum. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then. Well, very empowered word. Yeah. If you go to Bali, just... Is that uh, it from the dictionary? <laughs> That's the Caribbean <laughs> dictionary. Is it? Oh, they say pum pum. Oh, no pum. way. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have a place, there's like pum pum rock. There's <laughs> rock. It's like pum pum. There's different Where is it? rock. Where is it? Um, in Jamaica. In Jamaica? Oh, yes. no way. I've been to Jamaica. Real Jamaicans will, if they're seeing this yeah. watching, they'll know what Pum Pum Rock is. You have Pum Pum Rock. Yeah. Pum Pum Rock. I only, I went to Jamaica recently, but I, no one has invited me to their Pum Pum Rock. The Pum Pum oh. Rock is like a tourist attraction as okay. you are driving. <laughs> Make sure you add it to your list next time you go yes, to Jamaica. Yes, clearly. And now I feel like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so they do it in Bali. Maybe you have to like... You can definitely do it in do the US. You can actually mm. get the machine yourself and do it at home. See, that sounds... Yeah. So, so maybe Dyson, there's a business idea. <laughs> I feel do like I just this gonna... is a very big niche that they didn't tap onto. I yeah. think so but too. kind of weird, guys. <laughs> guys, I'm just going to go blow some air up my ass. So I'll be back in five. <laughs> yeah, and it <laughs> makes no it... <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with that is that it makes you a little uncomfortable because it's really just blowing air so you get a little bloated and it feels like you really want to go to the bathroom but you have to keep oh. it all in <laughs> but honestly like obviously food poisoning's like not great for your gut yeah but it um it's so healing for you really have what about a cleanse i don't know if i'm up for the <laughs> for the ozone but think so i have to go on amazon and find me <laughs> a machine what about uh, cleanses? Is that an option? It's so tricky with cleanses because I, I, I'm not like the biggest fan of juicing, mm, just yeah. because I like I. There's so many benefits to fiber, and I think the whole juices smoothie movement that emerged that I was, I'm gonna say I was a victim of. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's really not that good. Like we want most women that I work with are low key stressed and. You know, 80% of autoimmune diseases are women. Wow. And we have this like low level of stress in our lives because we're multitasking mm -hmm. and we feel like we want to get everything right. We want to be perfect moms. You, we need to look hot. We need to have a great career. We need to be like, a house, and, and now add a podcast. We need to be sexy in the bedroom. We yeah. need to be a businesswoman. We're going to take be a mom. And oh, yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. not enough to be a good mom. Uh, now you have to be an entrepreneur, also fashionable, clearly, uh, also hot, fuckable go on dates, be funny, have a good Instagram. Like the list just got, keeps on going. Also, also sleeping, looking after your health yeah. and, you know, all the rest. Yeah, and yeah. a great cook and a chef and, and the insane Gosh. amount of expectations. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like, we're stressed. And yeah. so when you stress, you don't produce digestive enzyme, which means you aren't able to absorb all the nutrients from the food you're eating. Mm -hmm. And when you're drinking something from a straw, you're producing even less digestive enzymes, which creates even less absorption of nutrients, but also creates bloating. So a lot of times, like at least from my experience, that all these healthy smoothies, we can't even absorb the nutrients from those smoothies. You Because we're not creating the enzyme. Because when we're about we don't to break chew, it down. when we're looking at food, it's okay, like the enzyme hacker. I, I know this, it's like <laughs> three crazy things, but when you're looking at food, it's like, it's like a story. It's a journey, like your enzymes, like saliva yeah. keeps going and you need to chew. And that's how your body like absorbs more energy. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And so you like this whole, again. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> also what do we, what do we feel like, we, you know, we have a sweet smoothie. So what do we do? Add protein, right? Cause mm -hmm. you're saying, yeah. oh, protein's good. Like protein's important. I remember everyone says protein's important. However, protein is one of the most dangerous, like macros that we cannot absorb. Uh, to the point it gets in your gut, um, it creates to fucking smelly farts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it creates like inflammation, right, in the body, and it's just undigested protein leads to colon cancer. Yeah, it sounds a little like like a disease when you're 50 years old, but ultimately you're not absorbing the protein that you're digesting, and you're not seeing the results, right? Mm -hmm. And 
ultimately for anyone listening to this, you really need to grow muscle, not because you, I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's because muscle is active. So the more muscle you have, the more sugar you can get away with because mm. it, you know, you have more insulin receptors. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many benefits of having strong skeletal muscle, right? So being strong, not necessarily, you know, big booty, whatnot, but just mm. like strong skeletal muscle but you can't grow it if you don't have enough protein mm. but the pro i guarantee the protein that you think you're eating you're absorbing probably 50 percent of that Ooh. really because i mean i i naturally prioritize protein which i know you talk about in your book yeah. um and i've been doing that for years i think i think i really got into it with the blood type diet i don't oh, know God. if you think that's bullshit yeah. or not but i did uh, the blood type diet right but yeah. as an o negative person i was told just eat meat a lot mm -hmm. and i do honestly feel my best doing that but like I'm one of those people that inhales food like in the car on the way to my next yep. thing. And yep. so what you're saying is you're, I'm not metabolizing that. And so, you I know, mean, I don't there are two, fart, did, two autom you know? autonomic versus system. Uh, there are two autonomic nervous systems, right? One is fight or flight and the other one rest is and rest and recovery. Rest and digest. Rest and digest. Um, so, okay, fire yeah, no, no, no. So as, <laughs> so as you know, like fight or flight is basically we like there's a low level of fight or flight that we're living in, which means that we're not digesting. Mm. Literally not digesting because we're not producing. You cannot be producing digestive enzymes when you're like in fight or flight, mm, which right. we mostly are. And so that leads to like the bloating and why all the women are bloated, right? Always like, bloated. Mm, always bloated. Yeah. Right? I'm, I feel like most of my life it was bloated. Me too. Yeah, really yeah. badly. And I realized, and even at my peak of work, and I was talking about this as like being in swimwear and lingerie all the time. I was bloated all the time. Mm. I think even the idea Drinking of water. knowing that I was going to be bloated created more fear. And also mm. I did like terrible things sometimes because I was like, I want to show muscle when I'm on camera, what do you, you dehydrate your body. Mm -hmm. But then after that, you're like on a plane and then you have to go to a next shoot. And I'm like, I look like, I don't feel my best. I look like crap. Cause I'm like, I'm just creating so much trauma and damage on yeah. my body. And then I realized like I have an allergy to egg whites and I was eating egg whites every morning. Mm. Yeah. And just- I mean, I've been the same, yeah. Of just, course, it's like every time you have a lot of food instance, uh, sensitivities, um, it's like a good sign. I'm like, okay, my gut is a little bit struggling and mm. why? Like there, maybe you you have leaky gut because of leptins or lectins or anti-nutrients, something that was very new to me. So they they're present in some of the vegetables. Um, big part of this could be stress. Mm -hmm. um, and you and I are, are you and I mm. uh, are exposed to 168 chemicals a day. Wow. As a woman. Wait, really? Mm -hmm. Like how? In what ways? In between shampoo, your makeup. It's the uh, washing uh, powder that you put on your clothes and then it's resting against your skin. Wow. It's like- So men are prone to less chemicals than women. Uh, yes, 100%, right? Because we're constantly putting shit on our bodies. Wow. Yeah. And they, I mean, right. this is all men, but like yeah. we do wear a lot of makeup and that kind of thing day yeah. to day and they just generally don't. So of yeah. course, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so no wonder we are struggling, right? We're like constantly, if you are living in the city and you know you somewhat try to live a, a normal Western life, and you're not actively detoxifying, you're you're probably full of heavy metals, um, toxins, and God knows what. You know, just like I was. I wanted to ask you about that actually, because you mentioned in the book that you uh, test for heavy metals. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Uh, you grab a piece of your hair, actually. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, so you can, uh, I think they do them online now, which is basically you cut the piece of your hair from the back, send it in, and it's all in your hair. Huh. They can oh, wow. also, like, scan your skin and see how many heavy metals are in, like, through the skin. It's actually mad. And then wow. what do you do to follow up with that once you found out how many heavy metals Depends in your how, body? Depends how bad it is. You know, we, again, we are fearing big meals and steaks, so women tend to have fish, you know, the girlfriends I go out with, fish are like number one source of heavy metals. Second is tap water, right? So mm. a lot of times we're thinking, oh, I'm just drinking water and eating fish. And all of a sudden we have like our hair is falling out and we're not sure what to do. So if it's really serious, you might have to go chelation, which is like a special process of removing heavy metals from your blood. It's super intense. But there are many free things you can do, like dry brushing, the, the liver pad, you know, like the 
Castor oil, is it? Cat- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Castor oil, I haven't yeah. tried that yet, but I did see you post that. I was like, yeah. give that a go. And also, like, I when I sleep with that, I have the deepest sleep. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's like liver pack. Because, like, all the like, <laughs> detox shit is just added. Yeah, I know. Oh, another thing. She's just added. I'm going to eat it now, guys. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Liver patch. Next week, she's going to liver patch. It's going to be hot. <laughs> my god no, but i like uh oil pulling or even tongue scraping when you yeah. wake up to like all of like you know free things that you can do to help your body detoxify right wow it's one of the things that like i did get into for a little bit but then my tongue scraper got a bit gross so i stopped doing it but i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna start <laughs> doing, i mean i was cleaning it but i don't know i just like look gross so i stopped using it you can buy a new one just off the record well i just felt lazy basically <laughs> yeah. i borrow slacked and i stopped doing it but it's something i really feel like i have to start again because it, it your mouth is the gateway to your digestive yeah. system isn't it but also to your health like you can tell like based on uh, how healthy your mouth is, how healthy you are. Okay. Yeah, I said that too. Yep. Today, actually. Yep. Uh, oops, tell so awkward. M- no, we can t- say so much about looking at someone's mouth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had a dentist on last season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I did see that blowjob one. One of your one. favorite clips, yeah. guys. Yeah. One of your favorite clips. Yeah. Oh, my God, I watched it yesterday again. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> but please don't look into my mouth today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> After, okay, go after, after her little uh, chat this morning, yeah. like, hey, go, I get it. I okay, get it. It's, it's all right. We're, we're not the dentist. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just going through the book, um, I, I feel like contents. there. Yeah, and what I love about this book as well is there's all these sections. But I, last night I was like, shit, I've already read half of it, and I was really hoping to get through the whole book before we talk today. Um, but I was able to actually go through and you've written like key points at the end of yeah. each chapter. So I think I'm pretty familiar with what's in here. And I just want to go through like a few of these things. So the first one was like eating your food in the right order, which yeah. is like a very basic free biohack. Yeah. Can you explain why you do that? Um, because we want to make sure that your glucose is as harmonious as as managed as possible and that is because um it can lead to a lot of hormone hormonal imbalances like oh what a mouthful mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so glucose is kind of like the, the let's call the sugar hormone that goes up when you eat something carby or sugary right mm-hmm. so this is a completely normal reaction when you eat something the glucose goes up unfortunately also goes down and so while it every now and then not a big deal, but you know if you're on a vegan diet and you snack six times a day on carby things like rice crackers or whatever it was or a smoothie, you constantly on ooh, constantly on this roller coaster, right? And so that leads to energy crashes, to acne, um, to um, glycation, which is basically aging of your skin. So if you feel like your skin is aging and you're not managing your glucose. It's like, I don't know, you're wasting money on that cream. You might as well just throw them away because mm, it's wow. like it really is glycation is just the aging of the skin. And so one of the best way to do it is just eating food in the right order. So it's not giving up carbs, just have fiber first, right? So some vegetable first, then you have protein and fats and only then you have the carbs and it's proven by science that your glucose doesn't go as high if you have uh, some fiber before your carbs and sugar. So... Vegetables. What was the second one again? Protein and fat. Protein and fat, and then carbs. Yeah. So the big one, you know, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but oat milk sucks, right? And oat milk lattes are really. I've gone off oat milk lattes. Yeah. I'm yes. on almond. She gave me oat milk latte the other day, and I was like, "How dare Hold you?" Hold on. I just got like, <laughs> I've been off oat milk for a long time. In fact, I got onto coconut milk. Yes. Mm. I just copy you. Now I sound like such a freak. Creep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so but like, yeah, the, did you feel did you feel the difference? Huge. Like yeah. now I do this thing, and this is such a great hack because I think I buy organic coconut milk in the can off Amazon yeah. for like two bucks can. Yep, same mix, thing. Yeah, yeah, mix it with filtered water, and then yeah. I that's like my milk for the week in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I did coconut it, creamer for Zai's yogurt. Yeah, yum. Yeah, for can. It's just nothing. It tastes so much it's better nothing. too. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like, it doesn't give you a glucose spike. Doesn't create, you know, skin issues. Doesn't create bloating. And yeah. then he were surpri- and people had like, oh, I really need to have my four p.m. chocolate. I'm like, yeah, because you had your oat milk latte right. for breakfast. Yes, mm. I did right. notice. Like, I stopped crashing. 
when I switched. Yeah. But yeah, so I remember last year I was like, you got to get off oatmeal. You're like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then like. And I did it. You did it. Aww. Exactly. But I didn't know she did it. So the other day <laughs> I was like, use your oatmeal glass. She's like, I don't drink oat milk anymore. I'm like, oh, I Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, I switched. Oh, yeah, so you're not a bag of slacker after all. Look at you. I know. Yeah. This is Miss teasing me over Slicker. here. <laughs> <laughs> I know quite a bit. I'm just, you know, I'm a dark horse. By yeah, yeah, yeah. dark horse. Yeah, no, I. But I so is almond milk okay? Um, it depends for who, right? It's mm. like it's the tricky part with the almonds and anti-nutrient almonds are. Yes. So it can create inflammation in the gut because oh, of the wow. skin, right? Do they uh, use the skin for almond milk? I'm not like that. I'm not sure, but yeah. it's it's one of these things that can create inflammation in your gut. So Ooh. coconut's like number one choice for sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. So more coffee places. Please get coconut milk. And I know. Please get the clean coconut milk, yeah. not the ones with all the crap in it that you get. Yeah, in the and all the sugar. Um, I love it. So what else have we got in here? So you've got eat your food in the right order. Yep. Um, and then after that, what's in there? You've got different. I don't remember. Fuck. You I'm kidding. <laughs> She's like, I wrote the book. book. No, no. <laughs> Funny though, it's like you writing it for so long that like I had to reread it like about two weeks ago, even though it's like you read it so many times and so many things go in and out. So yeah. I wrote 600 pages and we wow. had to limit it to 300. I'm like, what did I say again in this part? Okay. Oh, that's in the book. Okay, cool. cool. Like mental notes. Um, but wait, I, I feel like a lot about feel stress. stress with being a bitch. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> I literally... Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah I love. That's what I heal. How do you heal stress with being a bitch? Uh, stop putting other people's first. We feel like we're women's are so good at being a, a martyr and like you know like putting ourselves in those situations where we're like do something for others, but then we expect them to exactly the same to us, yeah. and then we're like just why don't you just focus on yourself? Like mm. make. Yeah, make yourself happy stop like and this is by the way me in my entire 20s and early 30s i would get a partner i would just do everything for them oh, yeah yep, and then they would be grateful and i would be like how can you can you do how much i'm doing for you and, all yeah. these things. and now i'm like i realized that i have disappointed i think 20 people this morning it was like one after the other uh -huh. i was like people wanting shit from me especially around the book launch and mm. i have to learn how to say no because yeah. mm. it's my body will say no if i don't it will right? yeah yeah so i have to say no even today i was like I'm, i can't even do 15 minutes early because yeah. i just really yeah. need okay. to do it and um being really comfortable and people who have healthy boundaries get it those who don't will get upset i'm like fuck those people like with all the love but yeah. you know you have but to you, learn get the, you gain the respect as well once for you the people that like or like, emotionally mature. Yeah. Not I've, exactly yeah, from everyone. Not everybody. Not, not everybody's yeah. gonna get it. But yeah. I think for like your your surroundings and your community, I'm I was you in my twenties, like literally just gave myself away to yeah, like no other partners problem. all no, the time. Please. Like caring. And I was like, I'm caring, that's part of who I am, but I literally just like sold my soul. Like, you know, giving, giving, people giving. Feel it and the, you you attract people that want to take advantage of you. Yep. All the time. Yep. And, and so you become very codependent. And how and come like yep. this whole like, oh she's so sweet or whatever, it's become like this like a goal to aspire to. I want to be considered sweet and Especially when you have following, you're in this cage that like, well, now that I have a following, I, people are gonna think I'm a bitch, so I need to be extra nice. Because I don't be want sweet people... and a bitch at the same yeah. time. So be a sweet bitch, basically. <laughs> Why but... is setting boundaries considered bitchy? Like, I think we should normalize well, but that. Only for a woman, not for a man. Mm. You think that's true? Like, yeah. You think if if a man sets a boundary, that that's never masculine. Oh well, oh. he's so hot. I've never, like, yeah, and for us, it's like, oh, she's being such a bitch. It's true, though. I suppose if a guy, like, tells you, no, I'm sorry, I can't do 15 minutes earlier. Oh, wow, he's busy. Oh, he must be important. Yeah. Yeah. That, and yeah. then if a woman does it, if, it's like, she's rude or, like, yeah. she's not professional. Yeah. yeah. We And we, we read women very differently. And, of course, like, we come from this deep conditioning of saying yes to things. So sometimes the delivery of how we say things might not be as good because it does sound aggressive because we're so exhausted that we're like, no, I cannot do it. But you can just be like, hey, like, it's just, I, I just don't want to compromise on X, Y, and Z. So I think the biggest part of the book, as I started diving deeper, I knew that you can do all, you can biohack to your so the kingdoms come mm. and then if you don't figure out your stress like fuck it you're not gonna see any difference That's but true. like what's the number one cause of stress filling up filling other people's expectations for you and so i was like the truth is if you get comfortable and you can die to your ego you know which ayahuasca is super good 
mm. before mm -hmm. when she tells you, you know, I have to be comfortable with people not liking me as long as I like myself and I need to stop expecting others to love me. I need to love myself. This is what we're looking for, right? Why do we fulfill those expectations? Because we want to be like, why do we want to be like? Because we don't really like ourselves. Mm. But if you truly do like yourself, you just come from a place of like, just no, I love myself too much. My health, it's too much for me. I'm not going to do it. Mm. Comfortability. And if the universe, uh, sorry, if the society calls it being a bitch, fuck it, I'll take it. Yeah, fine. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amen. It's, I love that you just said, if she, in reference to ayahuasca. Yeah. Because she is Grandma. a she. She's a she. She's a she. And, you know, the same thing comes up for Shanina and I, you know, whenever we do ayahuasca or changa, is it presents as a woman. Mm, yeah. I'm the mother. The mother. Yeah, very clearly. So, And anyway. how powerful and how inspiring that um, that's true queen energy. I think we mm, use that yeah. word queen left and right. Oh, you're such a queen. But, like, I have gone through such a hard ayahuasca experience. I was not well let's Same. just put it that way <laughs> because we yeah. finished the ceremony and then we're having like the soup after right mm. like you finish it it's like 4 a.m at that point and i'm like oh something's off so i go to someone i'm like i am losing my mind something <gasps> is not right and that's like when you've come out of it at this point yeah it's Ooh, like this hasn't oh, happened gone. to me and so i had uh, he said like had a free round which is basically something kicked in and i was shivering i had this feeling of literally losing my mind. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going crazy. And I'm feeling like, oh, influencer dies doing ayahuasca. Oh, no. Someone in remote US. <laughs> I'm a great headline. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm really losing my mind. But I didn't realize the mind is the ego, right? And you are losing the mind with plant medicine because you try to disassociate yourself from this image of who you really are. Mm -hmm. And she said, like, if you want to, like, call in all the thing all the perks of being a queen you need to also like own it right and you need to go through the hardship and accept it and we we really have like i always say like if you don't choose hardship the universe will choose it for you mm. to help you become who you really need to be and yeah. so hardship will happen it's how you approach it and i almost seek it because i it's like a muscle like i want to make sure that i'm like like i love it Instead of like getting the strength, it. yeah, yes, you know yeah. something. You work like at the gym. You're like, okay, I can, exactly. I see what's happening. Yeah. I can see the results. Yeah, like in Kabbalah, it's like you really want to like strengthen that muscle and and look for hardships, do hard things. Writing a book is one of the most intimidating things on the planet. I bet it is. I mean, this is like this is not a small book either. It's no. nearly 300 pages. But like, I guarantee, like once it comes out, people are like, oh, this is shit. This was she didn't put this. She didn't put that. And I had to so. My first trauma response was like, I'm going to write three books, sell them as one, give it all out for free and basically put it everything I know. And I realized like, am I proving to people that I know my shit? Yes. And I'm coming from this place of like not feeling smart enough and feeling like I really need to prove something to someone. Mm. And I had to sit with it and get over that feeling and realize there's not going to be everything in this book because it's only 200 pages. Yeah. And... It, what was missing on the market is how to how to get into biohacking without feeling overwhelmed. And I say that in the book, an overwhelmed woman doesn't biohack, mm. right? We just get into this pain of like, oh, this is too much. This is too expensive. And so I know this book won't resonate with everybody and that's okay yeah. too, right? And so just like that's really vulnerable position to be okay and right same with the podcast like it is vulnerable yes. all of a sudden it's yes. just like yeah and i you know before we started the podcast and i'm sh maybe you experienced the same thing with yours like there were some nerves like we're putting ourselves out there in a very different yeah. way i mean prior to this shanina was known for how gorgeous she is you know no one had really they, they'd heard you speak before but not like this no and <laughs> it, it's been like it, it does take a lot of courage you yeah. have to really step through a fear of like shit i might get criticized and boy, do we get criticized. But, you but do? Like, yeah, yeah. But like now I think, you know, I think we kind of, you know, sometimes people say mean things and, you know, really mean things. But I kind of like that, that, you know, people challenge us in the comments. You know, mm. I sort of have an appreciation for it now. Because, um, I mean, they care. Like once you realize that, like, if you didn't care, like they wouldn't comment, right? So they're just really... Yeah you triggering something in them that they wish they had and they were. And so well, that's cool. 
Thank you. No, it's true. <laughs> you actually said something else in the book that made me laugh. Um, you're quite funny. Like you wrote Thank some you. really funny stuff. I've had a few giggles since I started reading this. Yeah. You said uh, something like, um, okay, Aggie, working out in your tin hat again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that. That was good. And that was um, that was in reference to seed oils. Yeah. Okay, seed oils. So I, I know a bit about seed oils. Seed oils are bad, but I feel like that's something that not everybody knows about. What are seed oils? Why shouldn't we eat them? Oh, so you guys want to get hate again, huh? All right, so <laughs> it's, I'm so it's a, very, yeah, a very controversial topic, right? So uh, back until, you know, early 20th century, our grandmothers and great-grandmothers were using tallow and lard and butter to cook. Yeah. And then um, one of the, um, the Industrial Revolution uh, discovered a side, what is it, the side product of producing cotton. It was yeah, like a byproduct. Byproduct, yeah. thank yeah. you. Uh, byproduct, and that was cottonseed oil. And yeah. so they wanted to use a soap. And they realized, wow, it looks like lard. We can sell it as vegan lard. And so obviously there there's a lot of speculations that that's basically where all the heart disease started. And... Uh, Procter and Gamble was the first one to to sponsor a heart American Heart Association. Not big pharma. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, yeah. And so all of a sudden we had uh, the the beginning of all of the sunflower oils and soybean oils and whatnot, which are inflammatory, right? So uh, the problem with them is that we can't really taste them if they add them to your oat milk uh, latte, which there are in all the like you know, old leaves and so oat like milk that. is full of seed oils. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And so rapeseed oil. And so they're oh. inflammatory, right? So like if you can go for olive oil, butter, um, fats that are healthier, good like fats. your skin good fats that are healthier, like avocado oil, uh, coconut oil, they will make your skin look so much better and you will reduce inflammation. I think this word inflammation is still like a very biohacking word. It's not very mainstream. Mm. But you cannot put like a kilo or two pounds or three pounds a week of weight, uh, as in like fat, it's inflammation, it's puffiness. And I would love, um, like if you visit my Instagram, you'll see that my, if your face is uneven, if your face is like swollen, uh, you have puffy eyes, that this is all inflammation. Your body is inflamed as if you're like twisted an ankle and it's trying to heal itself, which mm. is a normal process. But if you live in this state of inflammation, it's like, um, it's the beginning of everything, of your skin issues, of your hair issues, of bloating and whatnot. So we want to make sure that we live a very like low inflammatory lifestyle. And so that means removing seed oils. I feel like okay. seed oils are in everything though, like especially yeah. when you go out to eat, right? A lot of restaurants use seed oils. Because it's cheap, right? And it's like, yeah. they're cheap. Uh, they're, you can't really taste them, right? Like if you have something with butter, mm, yeah. you really know it's butter. Mm. But seed oils are like, that's the issue. and. I love the app called Seed uh, Scout. Seed yep, I Scout. have that one. Yeah, <laughs> so you can look which restaurant uh, is using Seed Oils, which one's not. Ooh. And we think we're so forward in the US, but if you go to Bali, Bali has just like, would you like us, what oil would you like us to use in your dish? Butter or coconut oil? And you pick, wow. if you're vegan, you use coconut oil. If you're not, you can use ghee or butter. And it's like amazing. Meanwhile, we live in the US. Have you ever been asked what oil to what use? Oil not once. Never. Not once. And I'm like, and all of these fancy restaurants. And I'm like, I've been to so many restaurants in the US. Not once someone said something so basic of how you prepare your food. Isn't rest, being, being a restaurant is all about how you prepare your food? Yeah. And wouldn't you, as a restaurant owner, pride yourself? And how you do it? Yeah. I would fucking slap bang it right in the middle. I use butter. I only use good oil. And yeah. they're like, it's like, you never know. It'd be like part of your dietary requirements. Like, yeah, yeah are you allergic? Only in butter. Yeah. And the funny mm. thing is like when they ask, like, any, do we have any allergies? I could say yes, because if you have enough seed, also it gives you inflammatory reaction, which is similar to a low level allergy. So you can say, yes, I'm allergic to sunflower or whatever it might be. It's just, you probably won't be able to eat anything in a restaurant, you know? Mm. Ouch. It's an interesting idea, though, to say that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm allergic to seed oils. Yeah, might be might be worth trying. But a lot of restaurants aren't educated. But you know, the change starts with us. We need to just be the annoying people that, be like, you know, they didn't introduce what was soy milk back in the day and oat milk uh, because people kept asking and asking, and the restaurants wanted to and coffee shops wanted to have a lot of business, so they basically kept, you know. Yeah. Um, 
providing what we wanted. So we are the people that are making the change. If you keep asking, like, can you make it with butter? Can you have it with uh, avocado oil? Then the restaurants will, like, change. Yeah. Yeah. Ask and they'll supply. Yep. Ask and they will supply. Well, uh, amen. 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 <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Aggie, I could talk to you all day. Yeah. No, <laughs> big fan. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. No, I'm just, I just think you're you amazing. You know, we can hang out outside of the podcast. You just never ask. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I might be that annoying friend that's just like, hey, Aggie, what do I do here? What do I do there? And, you know, just like asking you all the biohacking tips all the time. I'm joking. I wouldn't do that to you. But, but I, I do it all that. the time to Dave Asprey. So, please. Okay. Yeah, we can well, have a little group. Awesome. Um, but no, I think you're amazing. And I think what you're doing is so awesome. I think the book's amazing. Like I said, I'm halfway through it. And, and it's I'm a beginning very it. So, it's good. Entertaining <laughs> I mean. read. Um, there's so much information in here. And what I really love about it so far is I feel like all of it is super achievable and, you know, free or close to free. Yeah. So make sure you get yourself a copy of Biohack Like a Woman by Aggie Lau. Yay. And uh, I wish you the best of success with it. Oh, just quickly, I want to talk about this little bio. Oh, yes. This little bio. This little um, uh, code, QR code on the front. What is it? So I realize a lot of people like yourself don't have time to read a book because you have a busy schedule, not because you don't like me. I <laughs> love you. But, uh, thanks. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, we're busy, but we want to actually understand what's in the book. So the book comes with a, an AI brain, which took months to develop through interviews like this with yeah. this guy who's like a uh, AI humanist. So he asked these behavioral questions. So you really feel like you're texting me. So you scan the QR code and be like, hey, Aggie, I don't have time to read the book. What's the most important thing that I have to remember? And the AI would be like, what is your goal? Are we trying to lose weight? Da, 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 da. And it will kind of help you come up with like a good biohacking protocol for yourself. Oh, wow. Even if you read the book, you can still be like, can you remind me the most important points? Or like, I didn't understand that part. And yeah, we'll do it for you. So That's advanced. amazing. Yeah, wow. I know. Smart. 2024, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anybody else do that. I know. Yeah. I think we're the first ones. You're but advanced. <gasps> That's why biohacking, good brain health. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, she's a genius as well, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else. Um, okay. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for, Thank you for coming me. in. Thank and you. all the best. Thank you. And we hope to have you back on here one day. Please, please, yes. please.